please stand all who are able and join me in a reading of Psalm 81, found on page 41 in your Black Appleton Psalter. Sing aloud unto God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Blow the trumpet in the new moon, in the time appointed on our solemn feast day. Thou calledest in trouble, and I delivered thee. I answered thee in the secret place of thunder. I proved thee at the waters of Meribah. There shall no strange God be in thee, neither shalt thou worship any strange God.
Good morning, everyone. I'd like to begin with the reading of Psalm 19, verses 2 to 5 and 15, using the Sidur Lev Shalom translation. The heavens tell God's glory, and the sky proclaims God's handiwork. One day addresses another, and one night informs the next. There is no speech, there are no words that are not heard. Reverberations of them travel over the entire earth. Their message reaches the very edges of the world. In heaven's midst there is a tent for the sun, who, like a bridegroom from his wedding canopy, emerges joyously, a champion running the course, entering heaven's edge, circling to the far side, nothing escaping its heat. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, Adonai, my rock and my redeemer. In the early hours of November 9, 2016, while many students on this campus write a loss for words, I was in the unenviable position of having to find some. I was helping to oversee the production of our election day newspaper at the Crimson, and Donald Trump's uh, stunning victory meant that at around 2 a.m. we had to tear up the entire front page and find a new banner headline. Uh, we had prepared for Madam President, but the surprising turn of events left us grasping. How to convey something so shocking in so few words? Trump triumphs? That wasn't right. If you on Harvard's campus were feeling triumphant. Trump wins? That's quite the understatement and did not even begin to capture the stunning upset. After bleary-eyed deliberation, we settled on President Trump, a stark declaration of a new reality. I've always wanted to be a journalist, uh, well, at least ever since the death of my dream to play shortstop for the New York Yankees. Uh, the deep-seated desire and passion I have to pursue the truth and write about it stems from a single belief in the power of words to create change. The power of words is something that all of us can acknowledge on a surface level. But today I want to encourage us to think more seriously about the power of language and the responsibility we take on in using it. At a time when facts are facing an existential threat and the profession I'm choosing to join after college has been called the opposition party by the president's top advisor, the power of words has never been more evident. The very strength of a few hundred words in the Washington Post is the reason why Michael Flynn is no longer our national security advisor. And the way the term fake news has been emptied of all meaning is a testament to the power of language to advance truth and misdirection. But more importantly, it is evidence of the fear that the truth can evoke. Uh, during the few hours I actually spent outside of Crimson in class over the past four years uh, studying social anthropology, I also um, came to appreciate the ability of language to shape our culture, um, often without our noticing. I would argue the use of the word again and making America great again has done far more to spur hatred in our country than most appreciate. Faith in the power of words to affect change is something all of us share in common, whether we acknowledge it readily or not. It's the reason why we work so hard on our research papers, become so passionate in debate, and gather here this morning in meditation and prayer. I'm not speaking here today just as any member of the Harvard community, but specifically as a senior at the college, practically an endangered species at this point, uh, with just a few months left here in Cambridge. With so little time remaining and so many rich memories behind me, the words most important to me right now are not the ones in my anthropology thesis or in any news article, but the ones that every day revive in me in my personal relationships. I know there are many words I'll never forget from my time here at the college, uh, the encouragement from someone I admired that showed me to pursue an ambition, um, the words of praise and appreciation that made all of my hard work on a project feel worth it, and yes, it's not a remark of doubt from a coach that felt like a gut punch to the stomach. 
but perhaps above all else, I remember the lunches filled uh, with conversation and late nights of bad jokes that are the bread and butter of college friendships. Uh, what we say matters so much, particularly to those closest to us or who look up to us. I'm very thankful to have had so many moments of laughter and learning with my friends uh, and to have been able to share a few special moments where the power of words is evoked only by the sound of silence. My prayer this morning for all of us is that we remain ever conscious of the power words have in our life, and we use them only for good, and that we never forget the power of a simple thank you. Uh, on that note, I want to offer a quick word of thanks to Professor Jonathan Walton, who I don't think is here this morning, um, but he invited me to speak, and I'll never forget when he referred to me as a Jewish brother with a black Baptist soul. Uh, probably my favorite words I've ever heard here at Harvard. <laughs> I also want to thank my grandparents who left their cozy local finds uh, to come here this morning, and my mom, who is here all the way from Philadelphia. Uh, and let us conclude with a prayer um, from the Amidah, the Jewish silent meditation. My God, keep my tongue from evil, my lips from lies. Help me ignore those who slander me. Let me be humble before all. Open my heart to your teachings, frustrate designs of those who plot evil against me. Make nothing of their schemes. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, my rock and my redeemer. May the one who brings peace to your universe bring peace to us all. And let us say, Amen. <laughs> Please join me in saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For God is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now please stand, all who are able, and join us in the singing of hymn in the 27. We gather together to ask the Lord's blessing.
God's rest, rule, and abide in our lives as we leave this place until we meet again. Amen. Amen. Amen.